action. Firmly on a stance, led by the Lord's commands. Approved workmen are not ashamed. Boys and girls for service claimed. Hail, Wanda. So please shut this crap up. <laughs> this is gonna end. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Um, so we had a request. There was one. There was one. There was one episode that we did like a random introduction like that, where we sang like some song. Do you know. remember it? It was some random Awana song. Oh, we sing the Pharaoh Pharaoh song. Oh yeah, that's right. Pharaoh Pharaoh. Anyway, um, and we had a request after that to start out one of our songs with the Awana theme song. So we have two actual Awana theme songs. So that's the actual Awana theme song, and then there's the other one. And Cameron, do you remember this because? So there was some times in Awana, right? Okay. Um, that would that you would have like Barb and she would go up on stage. And oh, she would lead gotta you. Gotta love Barb. She'd get so into yeah, it. Yeah, she would lead you with like a piano accompaniment, and then there were like the really fun songs that they didn't have the piano accompaniment, but they had like the CD. Oh, those were the sound, best. Which were the best. Like, no offense to whoever the heck was playing the piano, like probably Marcus or something. But the CD. It was the CD ones had, like, that were like electric guitar. Yeah, they were like the vibes. Yeah. Anyway, there's this one song, and it started out, and you knew that things were about to get wild. I don't know what it was about the song they put crack oh, in the song was it, it was the song that would be like and they would start out with all the spaceship noises and then all of the like all the overtrack kids would be like 10 was it the one that was like oh eight. my god this love i can't how did that song go okay no that's not what i'm talking about though it's like the it's like it was eight seven six five four, okay three, two, one, and they'd be like blast off and then it would be like are you ready i'm gonna sing it yeah. i'm gonna sing it it'll be like I'm off on the ultimate adventure. Oh, yeah. Trusting Jesus all along the way. Anyway, that was it. So we have the Awana theme song, which you heard at the beginning. And then we have the TNT theme song. Okay. That was the ultimate adventure with the coolest intro. Because you knew the second you heard the... That it was the TNT rumbling, The rumbling of the spaceship. Mm. And then, you, and then you, heard the, you heard the start of that countdown, man. You knew things were about to get wild. Mm-hmm. And that was the best song. We jammed to that song in Awana. We sure did. We did. We did. Um, for those of you who don't know what Awana is, it was like our church like Wednesday night group thing. Yeah. And if you don't know what Awana is, then I'm sorry. You missed out on a great part of childhood. Um, Actually, no, you're okay because... <laughs> Because you don't have a lot to say. What? No. The time your mom took me to the bathroom and yelled at me because I wasn't memorizing enough verses. No. Do you remember that? No, I don't. My mom traumatized you. As a yeah, kid. yeah so she good. did traumatize me. Oh, I'd accidentally good. break something at Jenna's house because everything was breakable. And yeah, I was so. I was actually so scared of your mom, and she was never actually mad at me. Yeah, that's very true. Actually. Jenna, I think you would be like, my mom's gonna be so mad. That's because it was stuff that she would get mad at me about. Yeah. You know? But then, like, of course. Oh, and then Jenna also told me I no could harm. lock the door when I went to the bathroom because that was a rule in their house. I, you couldn't? I couldn't. I don't remember that. And you told, and it probably was a rule for, like, I imagine telling your kids, like, yeah, you can't lock the door because if something happened, they needed to get right. in, right? But you would tell me that. And I would, like, lock oh. the door. And then you would be like, Cameron, you can't lock the door. Like, my mom, that's, like, our rule um, Speaking house. about growing up in bathrooms, uh, which is just a weird topic to be on, but it brings no, back a so fuzzy memory. One second, I need to okay. finish. So I would sit on the toilet shaking my boots as someone was going to walk in because I just <laughs> locked the door. Or I would, like, close the door and like if you were like out there i'd be like very very carefully lock it so you couldn't hear that i was locked that's hilarious oh my gosh what a childhood um your bathroom at your house you have the okay so there's the shower and then there's a toilet and then there's this like gap between like the shower and the wall 
Like that yeah, that's where we keep all our towels. That's where we keep all your towels. Yeah. But I'm sorry, to a small child, that that's like where Chucky lived. That was the creepy little like really dark... the cats would sometimes hide back there, like yeah, jump out the at you. Creepy little like dark space back there, terrifying, absolutely oh my terrifying. Gosh. And also another thing that freaked me out because I had gla- I had a glass shower growing up, and you had the like curtain. oh the curtain yeah. And for whatever reason, I always thought there was going to be like an axe murderer hiding behind, behind the, the curtain. curtain. So every time, I, pretty much every time that I went to the bathroom, this is a very core memory for my childhood. I would you check? I would whip that shower curtain open. I'd be like, anyone in here trying to like mess That's with me funny. while I'm my most vulnerable? Pee? But the glass shower is like not it because the door has to be locked. Someone comes in like they're yeah, gonna see you true. naked. That also is true. It's not it. Yeah. Uh, wild. Wow, our childhood I, was wild. Sometimes. I just could not believe that we lived the best lives. You though. told me that. I also, to something, them. also something from our childhood that Brie and I were talking about. We were so tan because we went to the pool all the time, every freaking day. We had our, we had like family memberships. Remember, you just go and yeah. write your number. Ours was eighty-five. I remember it to this day. Our little number, but it was changes 85. each year. No, ours was always eighty-five. Maybe, mm. Or maybe it was just my core memory year. It must be your core memory because it changes because I was a lifeguard and it's the number in the order that they signed up for it. Yeah. Wow, that I remember that totally differently. So it must have just been my core memory year. I remember writing eighty-five. Mm-hmm. But I'm that sure was the you, only year that we got it because we were like cheapskates. Uh, it's like, or you had it every year and you we just had it every year. We just always happened to be the eighty-fifth people. <laughs> or your mom goes in and requested, "I requested, have to be number 85. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, if that happened and someone was like, okay, fine. Fine. Just yeah, you can it. be 85. My kids already have this one memorized. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was fun. And we were always so tan. And we just, we, like, totally took it for granted back then. Oh, yeah. You had no clue. You had no clue. You had no clue what was coming for you. The but white also, life. We're all probably the ghostly have, life. Like, skin cancer when we're older now because we never put on sunscreen like we were supposed to. Unreal. Moana was pretty good. You want to know another core memory from Moana? What is running around that freaking circle? The circle. And also, you have to, was... to run super fast, but it's a constant circle. Like you can't get to peak speed when you're running in a circle. Right. And you're kind of like leaning, leaning yeah. in as you go because it. Is and people a would literally like just biff it because yeah. they're leaning so much at an incline. And yeah. then somebody would be like, "Well, at least I got the third. So there was no participation trophies in Moana, right? Oh, so no. there was the pin, there's second, and third. so there's the pin, and, and last two, and there's two bags. So there was four people running because there were four different teams, right? Yes, but, but there was only three prizes. Yes. Okay, so you would have to run around these circles, and they would make you do, like, various things. Do you remember the three-legged race where it would be, like, strapped to someone else's ankle, yeah. right? And it would be, like, hobbling around the circle. Anyway, and then you would, and they would line you up from tallest to shortest, mm-hmm. right? And I swear I was always the last person to run on my team, and... You would run around that freaking circle, and then after you, like, do, and whoever was, like, whoever was the, like, leader of the games or whatever, they would, like, blow the whistle. It was always Doug Hamburger. You always, do you remember that? Yes. Freaking Doug Hamburger. Doug. Blow the whistle, and he'd be like, three laps, or whatever the heck. Yeah. And you'd run your three laps, and then after you passed your color's pin on the last lap, you would, you would like, go into the middle. Yeah. Right? You'd go into the middle, and, and you'd go it. to, like, grab the, grab the pin, if you were athletic. Yeah. you go to grab the pin, or you grab one of the bags. Right? Yep. And I always remember the th- who was the third person who always be like, well, at least I got the third bag, right? And I would never get any bags. I would never get any bags because I was always the slow little chonky kid, okay? And this is my core memory. This is my core memory. I would be running. I would be running around a freaking circle. And my cheeks would be like, Because <laughs> you remember, I, had, I still do. But, and it was one of my biggest insecurities. It's like the, I had the biggest chubby cheeks, right? And I remember... <laughs> 
Okay, bear with me. I do not remember your chubby cheek. And they would like, and they would like jiggle up and down. I think, don't think it was that bad. And no, it, it it is it is bad because I remember also looking at Carson, <laughs> your cousin Carson, and he had big cheeks. Oh so my you, word! And I remember seeing them like flop <laughs> down. I do not remember this at all. <laughs> I just remember the feeling of my cheeks being like oh. as I was running around that freaking circle as a kid, and I just felt I always felt like. I always felt like like the most unathletic running around that circle. You actually were like the worst. I was the worst. I do remember, and I was like Speedy Gonzalez. Like <laughs> I would get the pin sometimes. You were Speedy Gonzalez, and then oh, it was just the worst. Yeah. And then or what was the worst is if you happen if like there was an uneven amount of teams, and so you were the last person. But then if someone else had like someone sick that week, it would start over at like at like the tallest person right so then the so last sometimes had- sometimes i was running against freaking tim hine tim hine was the absolute fastest oh yeah he was in awana he would get, so do you remember him just being sweaty all the time he would time? lap me he, he would, would lap me oh yeah well, there was more than one lap but do you remember him being just like sweaty all the time no i just like that's a, all of a sudden when you said tim hine i just remember him being greaseful really yeah just greasy because he went so hard at the game he did go so and hard. and his at the hair games. was like yeah and then yellow to, and then we would get to like council time and like the people who went really hard would be like, like huffing and puffing and puffing yeah and, like fanning themselves up i do remember that yeah. vaguely now and you would get like a drink out of the water fountain on the way to like the yeah. sanctuary for council time yeah anyway i just remember getting lapped and always just feeling like oh absolute gosh. garbage after game time and everyone else loved game time i'm like get me this says a lot about who i am who i was as a person who i still am i'd be like get me into council time i want to sing some songs and do you remember the you times? liked council time i loved council time um, oh i did i love council time for the singing and then ooh, the lessons were like okay but when there would be singing and then whoever dropped the ball on like having a like do it get like getting like the main lesson done or whatever and we watch like a veggie tales or something oh, instead. oh that was the best that was the bees knees and the cat's pajamas yeah watching that watching veggie tales yeah that's so true also poison as a game remember that when they would like put all the stuff in them that was like that was, oh like, yes a that was a broken angle waiting to happen so they would drop like pool noodles and like yes i do remember balls that. and like all this stuff in the middle of like the circle and you would all hold, hold on to like rope, two right? people yeah and they're this big huge tug of war rope and then they would tie yeah. your team's color around like where you're supposed to hold on the rope and so there would be two of your teammates yeah so they'd send you up in a pair and if you were just so lucky enough to get on the same team as like your wanna crush yeah um and then also get lucky enough to be paired up with your wanna crush for either poison because you're like right next to each other and oh my gosh what if your hands accidentally touch while you're holding the rope right or if you got tied up with them um for like the three-legged race uh, and they had to put your their arm around you you know what i'm talking oh about. yeah the whole oh yeah time. oh yeah the whole time anyway that poison game you would pretty much have to like go around in a circle and try to get your opponents from the other three teams to yeah. step on like the various obstacles strewn all over the floor mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, that that, that was, was something else. Yeah. It's bringing back all the memories. I wonder if they still play the same games. I kind of do too. I don't know. We should go um, to an Awana. There's an Awana. So the I'm trying to get up the guts to go to the MB Church in Huron. And um they have an Awana night program. And how fun would that be if like well, that's where I, you're I gonna meet a man. Like Awana. You gotta stop being a I almost said that something bad. What were you gonna say? A wuss. 
Oh, a wuss. Yeah, I am a little bit of a weenie dog. But, I mean, but so Brie and Tyler already have their church. Yeah, I know what you're about to say, Cameron. Oh, okay. Don't be inappropriate. <laughs> so I was, <coughs> I was, like, kind of scared. I, I'm scared to, I want to go to an MB church because I do love, like, you know, <coughs> like, I like being a part of, like, a bigger unit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, non-denominational churches. They're, like, pretty good for the most part. But I'm, like, I like the fact that MB is, like, a whole... Yeah, like, they like know all the other churches. Right? They know yeah. all the other churches. You're There's, like, of, big like, MB conferences. Right, exactly. Yeah. And plus, I just grew up MB, and I really, really like it, and whatever. And they have pretty sound doctrine and all that. Any Hoosers, the t- church that Ty- Brie and Tyler go to is just, like, a non-denominational oh, gotcha. church, whatever. And, like, no offense to them, but it's kind of all, like, older people. Like, older oh, couples, gotcha. and, like, in their, like like early 30s oh when you said older couples i thought no, you were no, like no, old. No, older couples ain't like old old and oh. also like young adult couples but like with kids type thing yeah but with kids but also aren't like young 20 something gotcha that are just married gotcha like they all have are old enough to or mature enough or whatever to have kids or they're like old old anyway so it's not really kind of like I'm just, like, it's not really the kind of community that I'm looking for, gotcha. you know? Like, love those people dearly, but not quite it for me. Um, also, yes, you're right, trying to snag me a husband. But, so that means that I have mm-hmm. to, and I want to go out and try to... Just go to the MB church. Right, to, like, spread my wings and stuff. But also, in, like, a small town, like, everyone's gonna know that I'm not, that I'm, like, not supposed to be there, you know? Yeah, and they'll come talk to you. No, I know, and that's what I don't kind of want. Oh, but that's exactly... I mean, you have to have that in order no, to... I know. Because, so like, when Brady and I like, went to the, the church here, like, people came and talked to us the first couple of Sundays, like, hi, are you new here? Right. Right away. Which, and and it's super uncomfortable, but, like, you're happy they talk right. to you because then it helps you get to be a part of it. Right. Which, I know, it's, like, it's like what I want and what I know I need and, like, my social anxiety battling against yeah. each other, you know? Because I'm, right. like, I want to, but also at the same time, like... I know that people are going to come talk to me. Yeah. You know. Right. But anyway. Wow, that was a good little walk down memory lane. That was Love good. that for us. Uh, what are we talking about this week? Um, we are doing pop culture updates. We were going to get into this with the whole AOC one, but we... We went, we went off script a little bit. Jenna got a little bit out yeah. there. So, um, yeah. So, should we just, like, get into that episode? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay, quick thing is forgot to tell you what you guys what we are drinking. So may have gotten this from work. Well, no, actually, so the farmers market here in Sioux Falls, there's this place called Oh shoot. I literally cannot remember the name of it, but there's this like little coffee shop thing. At the farmer's market, there's, like, the place where they have, like, all the um, Tarani syrups, and it's, like, fake coffee, and then there's the place that's, like, oh, Parable, that's what it is, Parable Coffee at the farmer's market, and it's, like, real coffee, and, like, Mm -hmm. they, like, roast their own coffee, and it's, like, so good, and they have this thing called a honeybee cortado, and it's amazing, and then I recreated it at work, and it's really good, so it's, like, a cappuccino, pretty much, it's not Mm -hmm. really a cortado, so it's two shots of espresso. What is a technical cortado? A technical cortado, I just had this on my, I had my first exam that I passed, it's, um, two shots of espresso, which is, like, around two ounces, and then, like, four shots, oh, no, that's a cappuccino, Oh, shoot. I think it's equal parts. Um, now I'm actually not sure. It's equal parts espresso and milk, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So it's like really small, really strong, right? Okay. It's probably like total of like four or five ounces. Got it. Um, okay. A cappuccino is two parts like espresso to, no, it's 
like two shots of espresso for like two ounces of espresso, four ounces of milk, right? So one part of espresso to two parts milk. Yes, thank you. And so the cortado they serve is more like a cappuccino. Okay. And then they put honey in it. So it's mm. called a honeybee cortado. And I remade it at work and it's so good. So it's like cappuccino size, but has honey in it. So it's like a cappuccino with honey. Oh, you're learning so much at your work. Anyways, it's so yummy. You have to try it. Okay. Because it like covers up. Um, uh, I guess if you get espresso, you don't really have to cover up anything better. But it's like strong, but mm. slightly sweet, but so good. Mm, I will have to try it. Yeah. Okay, that's all. I'll have to come someday you're working and try it, and you make it for me. Well, I can't, because I can't run the espresso machine. Oh, oh yeah, you're still in, like, training. Yeah. You're still a greenie. I'm not a green bean anymore. Oh, sorry. Um, so sorry. What are you considered now? A bar back. Oh, okay. Um. I passed, like, all okay, my customer service. Totally not on the topic, but barbacks at actual bars crack me up, because unless you're in, or unless... Maybe this is the wrong thing to say, but I feel like there's only, like, certain people... That, I'm sorry, this is taking me a minute to get out. There's only certain people who understand that, like, just because they're behind the bar doesn't mean they're a bartender. Like, I don't think there's people who uh, really realize that, like, a barback is strictly a barback. Yeah. To clean up after the bartenders. Like, yeah. it, you know, I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, you're a bartender. Or you you're just, behind like, the do bar. All of it. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it's so funny to, like, go out to a bar or something. And the bar back is there, just, like, living his life, vibing. Do you smell bad? Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, and just, like, vibing and living his life. And there's people, like, shouting at, like, trying to get his attention and, like, trying to order from him, whatever. And the bar back's just, like, always just, like, in their own little world, ignoring everyone. And it's so funny because I don't think people realize that, like, it's a bar back. They're not going to get you a drink. And I just think it's funny. Oh. I, like, didn't realize that. Like, they can't even take your order? No. Like, they don't. If you go, if, like, um, there's not a lot, like, what's one place? Um, Shoot, what's the, what's the one place? What's the one place? Dude, there's so many places. How on earth am I supposed to know what you're talking about? It's not downtown, but it's still, like, a young scene. 18th Amendment? No. It's, like, it's where all the college kids go. Shoot. Oh. Caitlin loves it. I think I know what you're talking about. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they have a bar back. I don't know if any of the other bars in in town have a bar back but mm. there for sure the bar back is always just like in his own little world just vibing that's funny though and ignoring everyone and it's hilarious i mean um, i can still take people's orders i literally just can't make the drinks oh, like well, i can nice. make the drinks i can't pull shots and make milk so no you can't steam make milk drinks. no i can because i still have to i have to prep the drinks what it's called so I measure out the syrups. I add the espresso that they oh. give me. I mix it up. If it's an ice drink, I can make it. Mm. If they give me steamed milk, I add the steamed milk. I mm. pretty much do. You just mix it up. I pretty much do a lot of the work. Okay. Like to make the drink, they just give me the ingredients. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. So like your kid making pancakes with mom. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> That's hilarious. I'm gonna tell people that. To, I'm like, when I explain my job to people, my friend told me I'm a kid making pancakes with mom. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm gonna tell my barista worker friends that. Um. Okay. So, first person on our list. Oh yes. Um. Back to going pop to culture. Celebrities. Yes. And celebrities, because yes, when we're not gossiping about ourselves, these are the people we like to gossip about. Yes. Um. Billie Eilish. Okay. Jenna freaking hates Billie Eilish. Okay. Here's the deal. And that, the, um, I don't freaking hate Billie Eilish. I used I, to be, listen, 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 look and listen. I, 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 I actually, lost my, uh, my note. I used, 
I used to there actually is. be a fan of Billie Eilish. Oh, you did. I loved her vibes. I thought she was hilarious. Um, back before she was like really well known. Okay. Um, how which, old is she right now? She like just recently turned eighteen. Let me like, look. Oh, so I think she's eighteen years old right now. I'll look her up. She's either eighteen or nineteen. Um. Anyway, I used to love her. Um. And. Yeah, used to love her. But here's my whole thing, and I don't like. Unreal, she was born in 2001. Like, yeah, what? Um, but no, that would put her at, like, 20. Because my brother's born in 2000 and he's 21. Age. Oh, right here. Age 19. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, I, well, 18 or 19 is what I said. But You said 18. No, you did not I say said, 18 or 19. No, I said 18 or 19. Go back and listen. Oh, I sure okay. did. At first I said 18, then I'm like, either 18 or 19. Okay. Okay. I'm Anyways. Saying, don't tell me I'm wrong. Move I on. I yeah. Uh, character flaw. Jenna's always right. Yeah, always. <laughs> also, whoever typed Justin Bieber in this note spelled his last name wrong. Don't that was care. probably you. That was me. Um, yeah, I typed all of these. So, Billie Eilish. Here's the deal. Used to be a fan of her, and it's not that I dislike her music anymore, but you know what freaks me out? This is what freaks me out. I'm ready for it. Her freaking demonic vibes. Yeah, she gives like, very freaky Here's vibes. the deal. Like, her, like, her one album cover and her one, um... As we're talking about her, I'm gonna, like, go look up some more photos. And her one, like, or maybe it's even two of her music videos, but... Oh, yeah. Her spookity-spook music videos. And here's the deal. She's very dark. She's very dark. She's very, like... Her green hair really freaked me out. I'm glad she changed it. Yeah, she's beautiful. Anyway, she is beautiful. I feel like she's very talented. She makes good music. Nobody can argue that. But here's my deal. I'm a very firm believer in the spiritual realm and Satan trying to be sneaky and do his dirty business without you even realizing it. So anything that even, like, touches remotely on, like, being, being, like, a little iffy, a little, like, spookity-spook, I'm like, "Mm, no, thank you. It's the same reason I've never been through a haunted house, which Strange is trying to drag me through this year, and I still haven't decided... Like, yeah, her, no. her her outfits are bizarre, too. If, which, her bizarre outfits, I kind of actually dig. She's outside yeah, of the box. You dig that? I don't, I don't, that gives me I don't creep, dig. That gives me creepy vibes. I'm showing Jenna a picture of I don't her absolutely, really I don't, I don't dig all of her outfits. I dig the fact that they're so unique. You dig this? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't dig the outfits themselves. I dig she's the holding a wrecking ball. That they're so unique. And that's the other thing is she's gotten a lot more, like, what's the word? Like, kind of um perverse like risque perverse than she used to be anyway and that's my whole thing i don't watch horror movies i don't like i don't she, like going through haunted houses because i'm just like even if it's just like for entertainment i still don't like to mess around with that crap another thing is though she posts um like what you're saying like very risky photos even like a year or two ago when she's literally a teenager still you know what i mean well, no, okay, so that's the other thing that I appreciated about her in the past was because remember how her thing used to be that she wore, like, baggy clothes and stuff? Yeah. Like, she never showed her figure, and that was a whole, that was her whole, that was one of her, like, selling points. Yeah. Was that um, she didn't want anyone having the ability to sexualize her because she was still a child. And she was underage. She was a minor. So pretty much the first time that she ever showed, like for the longest time, people are like, "Does she have big boobs? Does she have small boobs? Is she skinny? Is she fat? Does she have curves? Oh, really? Is she like a nobody knows. Like nobody knew because of how she dressed. So pretty much the big thing was that like her first like, hey, this is yeah. me was after she turned eighteen. She did her photo shoot with Vogue where she was wearing like a corset and like her boobs were spilling out at the top of it. Pretty much, yeah, she's right? Huge boobs, right? 
but nobody knew that until she turned 18. So she was like, uh, nobody can sexualize me as a child. And then she like she turned, said that or that yeah, was just like what she said in like an interview at one point in time. And uh, then, and that's why she always wore the baggy clothes. She, Cause she's like, I just don't want people talking about my body like that. Like I'm still literally a child. And she's like, I don't want tabloids talking about uh, me like that. I don't want like boys, girls, anything like that. Right. And when she um, was first starting out, it was to maintain her integrity as an artist too, because she's like, it's just my voice. It's just my skills. It's just my songwriting. That's gotten me to where I am and not, how my body looks. Not my body. Thing, right? Like that was one of her selling points. And then she actually lost something like 6,000 followers or something like that on Instagram when she did her Vogue photo shoot wearing the corset because that was one of her major selling points. Uh, was that she was such a role model to young girls because she's never sexual. Like she I did was not, never openly sexual like that. I did not know any of so that. Now, so now moving forward ever since then, she's gotten more and more kind of like risque. Yeah, and totally. More more, like she shows she shows her boobs a lot. Right. And she which, never and now is her do. whole and now she's gotten on the whole bandwagon where it's like empowering and she's like not a child anymore and she can do what she wants and yada 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 and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, all right, sounds good, bud. Anyway, sounds that's good, not bud. that's not my like Sounds good, Bill. That's not my like whole reason for not liking her. But I just feel like she, like, a lot of the things that she claimed to, like, stand for and a lot of the things that I feel like got her to where she is today, she just completely, like, turned on. And yeah. it's, like, not even who she was, like, genuinely. I'm looking at her photos. An, I'm looking at her photos. She, like, started out as an artist. As we talk about her. Which is just like so it. sad because I feel like she just kind of, like, given into, like, the mainstream, like, yeah, you know, whatever. Anyway. Um, so that's my opinions on Billie Eilish. Also, some of her, like, some of the lyrics of her music is kind of freaky. Yeah. Like, that's just not, uh, necessary. Yeah. And I just, like, and so I just, like, I just don't really, like, I just don't want to mess with it. Mostly, more than any, more than, like, the modesty stuff, because, like, whatever, there's probably, like, a lot of people in my playlist who are not the most modest humans in the world. Yeah. That's not necessarily what I'm, like, attacking her for. I'm just explaining to you guys her development in Mm -hmm. the spotlight over the past few years. Um, another um, is just a demonic. One thing, one thing that somebody told me, like who like loves Billy, was saying like how unique her music is and how like she makes it with her brother. Um, I don't know if this is still how it was, but this was how it was like a year or two ago. And um, her brother was more like the background noises because you know how her noises are always like so unique, and, right? Like, weird. And one of her songs, her brother was at the dentist and they were doing something like to his teeth, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, like this would be so cool in our oh. song." So he like. He pulled out his phone and recorded it Ooh. and used his phone like the phone recording and put it into one of her songs that is really cool so like that's like one thing is like they're just known for right like her and her brother because he helps i guess well he did i don't know if he still does like especially in her last yeah. album but um with all of her music was like that super like just unique, being super yeah. unique and like super true to themselves with like where the sounds were coming from which she still is super unique yeah. and stuff and like i said she's a very talented and a lot artist, of very billy a lot of um billy fans did not like her last album because it right. was so different well and that's the whole thing is that that's yeah. what i said that's what like I'm even the music she used to, yeah and she I mean, used to be considered like anti-pop yeah because it was all like kind of broody and it was weird so it was like nothing like, like eerie and something yeah. no one's ever heard before and that's what i'm saying is i feel like she's kind of just kind of becoming like a everyone else like um what do you call like a sellout yeah you know in right. a way which is really sad because right. i feel like she was so unique and a good genuine yeah. artist and i feel like yeah she's kind of losing that a little bit but right um hopefully she anything else makes her way back no, I, I like have some Billy songs on my playlist because I like them, but I've always thought, like, and I know this is what made her unique, is I always thought she was, like, so weird, mm-hmm. and it really, her outfits, which I know you said they're, like, baggy and unique to her, but I'm always, like, dude, that's so ugly. Yeah, <laughs> that was always my thought process. Which was kind of the whole point. I no, I feel like it was the whole point. Um, but. Okay, next, Justin Bieber. Yeah. 
Oh, y'all know my feelings on Justin Bieber. I feel like I went on a rant on here. Um, so my whole thing with Justin Bieber is like he <clears throat> claims to be a Christian. He tries to like sometimes be like a Christian model, but then at other times in his life, he's like not, not and he's like parting it up. And like his most recent song, um, I don't think it's actually him saying the f word, but it's like his song. Like right. it has his name on it. It's not like he. It's not even like he's featured in it. It's like his song. And it's the other guy that's, like, swearing in it. And they're talking about, like, waking up still hungover and still drunk and all this stuff. Right. And I'm just, like, very confused because then, like, literally that song comes out. And then, like, a month later I see that he's, like, leading worship music at some, right. like, church or, like, some concert. Right. And I was just like, yo, bro. Like, what? What the heck? So. And I know Jenna's argument for this. And I have right. an argument, like, back for it. So. Okay. So let's get into it. <laughs> so here's my whole deal. I... Which I think we maybe talked, we actually touched on this. We, we might have touched on it in an episode already, but let's retouch because it's part of the episode. Yeah. Um, my whole thing is that, like, well, the whole verse of it is, like, take the plank out of your eye before removing the silver from your brothers, right? We all know the verse, don't know the reference because trash at memorizing references. But um, my whole thing is, like, and I, oh, yeah, this is when we said it, when you're we talking about Bridgerton. And yeah. I said, what's the difference between... Like, Justin Bieber, who has a platform of, let's say, like, 100 million. Okay. Just throwing out a number. Okay. Yeah. That's his platform. 100 million, right? Mm-hmm. You have a platform of 1,000. Okay. Significantly less. You claim to be a Christian. Everyone knows your beliefs, right? He claims to be a Christian. Everyone knows his beliefs. And he, yet he kind of, in a way, supports this other lifestyle that's not necessarily deemed Christian, godly set apart okay in the same way you claim to be a christian and then you say hey bridgerton was the best show ever borderline a porno let's be honest and that's not that's not christianly or godly or set apart either so my whole argument was i'm like okay yes is that right should we hold our brother accountable absolutely but also at the same time let's like take a little bit closer that was i think that was my whole point was let's take a little bit closer look at our life and our influence and make sure that we are promoting the right things too before being like ah justin bieber um that was my whole point but i think what i'm more pissed about other than just you know justin bieber's own personal walk is the people in the progressive christian community putting him up on a pedestal and kind of almost like praising him as this great role model and and you know like being like oh yes you are so great you are so awesome just because he's famous just because he has a name in the world just mm-hmm. because he's justin bieber and then where he's he's not actually really that good of a role model of what a good christian godly man should be is do i have like am i i have no point to say whether or not he is a good christian or what's going on in his heart or what's going on in his personal relationship with the lord i have no place to say that but what i do think that we need to be taking a little bit closer look at is the people who are pretty much condoning his actions and putting him up on a pedestal Mm -hmm. in the church when he is very obviously not the ideal he's not like following right uh, and, well like like he may be following but he's not like following um usually the like the right. to, actions of what like to a me, shows. i usually, feel yeah. like i feel like the people in like the progression like i say progressive church putting him up on that pedestal and yeah. being like you're great you're a great godly man he's a like great role model is pretty much preaching the prosperity gospel 
Uh, right. God will give you whatever you want as long as you believe in him. What? Oh, camera just tuned in. <laughs> it's fine. I've burped so many times on this podcast. She started looking at me like this and like, why am I about to ruffle some feathers? Whatever. What's new? Um, but anyway. Now I just threw, <laughs> you just threw it out of the mic. There's probably Do you think that the mic just picked up my toot? No, I think you're fine. Um, um, you're still going to double check. Yeah, I'll double check. Um, anyway, pretty much, I feel like it it preaches the prosperity gospel of you can live your life however the heck you want. Yeah. And as long as you love Jesus and believe in Jesus, like, you're good to go. No, nah, man. Yeah. No, nah, man. Right. That's not it. Your fruits, your fruits are not, are not it. Mm-hmm. Your fruits are not good <laughs> fruits. fruits. are not. Okay. No, like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, okay, I feel like it. we're on the I'm same done. page. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, we're probably, like, you and I are going to do things that aren't necessarily, like, the best all the time you know what right. i mean but like i agree your fruits ain't it justin yeah fruits ain't it justin yeah yeah your fruits no. ain't it. also church church also not it you no. also yeah progressive church progressive church progressive church not it not it not it sis. prosperity gospel not it not it sis. not it sis okay um next we want to talk about blake lively and ryan reynolds um Okay, so I'm not going to, like, sit here and be like, yo, this person ain't a Christian, so I dislike them or blah, 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 or I love them even though, blah, blah, blah. you know what? We're not right. going to, like, get all, like, biblical and all that stuff into this. This is literally just our, like, our opinions on celebrities. So, yes, have both of them been in very bad movies before, like, R-rated movies? Yeah. Yes. But we kind of, like, love their dynamic as a couple. Uh, yes. Um, I, or I guess I thought we did. You what? agree, right? I wasn't like just speaking for me, like that. No, 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 yeah. no, yeah. Like they just like seem to be like, super in love, and they like one thing I really admire about them is like they didn't show any pictures of their kids for like the first right. couple years of their lives because they're like, no, like we don't want the media to be like right. in their face. Like this is their private life, like all this stuff, and right. they still like hardly ever pop up in pop the up pictures. Right. And then like there's like the famous video where it's like Ryan Reynolds saying like if anything, he's like I love my wife, all this stuff, had a baby. He's like. And if anything would ever happen, um, and I had to pick, like, my baby or my wife, he's like, I would use my wife as a human shield to save my child. Yep. And everyone, like, has seen that. Yeah. And Brady, and best. Brady, like, literally was just asking me the other day, he's like, do you think that's true? Oh, yeah. And he's like, would I, would I, like, sacrifice you to save our kid? And I was like, here's the thing, like, I don't think it would be, like, all of a sudden you have to, like, put me in front of something to, like, save our kid. I was like, I think it would be a mutual decision that we're, like we'll do anything to save our child. You know right. what I mean? Right. Or, like, you're going to do but anything. But that's how strong your love is. I even think yeah. about that, like, with, like, Adriana or Lane. Yeah. If it came down to it, I'd be like, take Brie. Yeah. Or even, like, take me. But I feel, yeah. like, I feel like it's different because you're always, like, looking to sacrifice yourself. But yeah. if it came down to someone you love or someone you love yeah. more, whatever, like, sorry, Brie. I would literally toss you in front of a train. So when you to love say, her, someone you love more. So you're saying you love Adriana more than Brie. Well, no, but you know, oh. it's like it's like a different like. No, I just the way like, you said that. It's more like a protective love, right? I think exactly. And you know, like you know that that would be like what they would want, right? You know, maybe that's it too. Yeah. Like if it came down to it, and like you like sacrificed Adriana for Brie, I'm sure the rest of your life Brie would be like, dude, why did you not get me? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And I'm sure that like, yep. and then also, I'm pretty sure everyone else in my family would be like, good call. Yeah. You know, exactly. also the same thing. Yeah. But um, so it's just different. It's just like, different. I don't think it's gonna be like me screaming like no and Brady like uses me as a shield <laughs> to save her child. But still, and I still, die very still, and judgment. I die very dramatically, like not like that. Also, what you said at the beginning before we start talking about it, we can put Justin up against a Christian standard because yeah. he claims to be Christian. Because he claims to be because he claims to be Christian. Yes, exactly. I wanna point that out. We're not like being picky and choosy. Yeah. I would put if Ryle Reynolds and Blake Lively 
like proclaim to be adamant upstanding christian i'd be like dude your fruit's ain't it right you know be saying the exact same thing yeah we only hold people who claim to be christians against christian standards because because we can because that's what you're supposed to do it's like it'd be like if a jewish person was like yo i'm jewish and then yeah right right. and then they're eating pork i'm like but yo you're jewish right you know that's it yeah that's it um in case you're wondering why we are, you know, a little harsher. That was a really that good way. That's a really good way to put it. I didn't know how to explain it. And you yes. just explained it. I just, it I wanted well. to, I wanted to just. I'm glad back, you did. Jump back a little bit. Cause I'm like, in case anyone's wondering. Yeah. This is like, why, why are you taking apart Justin? Uh, um, that would, that would be why. Um, also. Oh, are you ready? Are we done with them? Those no. Two? One more thing I want to say about Blake oh. and Ryan, other than we love their dynamic and like, I think the relationship is so funny. And yes, they have been in some questionable music movies, but still, <laughs> um, mainly Ryan. <laughs> That they've really headed up in the past few years have been oh, to yes. end um, human trafficking and, in particular, human trafficking with like kids. Yes. And really putting an end to like child pornography and all that yes. stuff. And they don't get enough like recognition. No, no one really and they talks don't get about support it. Yeah. For the amazing leaps and bounds they're making in that, mm-hmm. I don't know if you call it a movement, uh, like, mission whatever the heck you want to call it but they are pushing 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 and it's just amazing because i feel like both of them are very like funny and sarcastic and stuff but when you hear them talk about like their passion and their fire for like ending this terrible travesty that's happening in the world they both are so passionate they both are brought to tears they're both heartbroken over it right and i just think that's so amazing and it's so amazing to just see someone i feel like like a lot of times i feel like i I see people in like like famous people in interviews Mm -hmm. and after they've been in the spotlight for so long i feel like they don't even like remember what it's like to live in the real world yeah but to see someone in the spotlight have it all and still be like brokenhearted and still have an idea of like the travesties of the real world without Mm -hmm. just pretending to for clout is just really, really and it is it is something like you were saying like isn't really talked about and i think that you could totally this would be like a whole nother podcast episode but i think that like we don't understand and people always say this like you do not understand how bad like trafficking is and how much it's happening mm-hmm. and i would go as far as to say like they're not getting as much like coverage over it as they should because there's so many people involved in it that they don't right. want to shine a light to it right um and i know that's pretty dramatic and really scary but i mean i feel like that has to be it like why else right. are we not praising them right for this well i feel like there are like not to get all conspiracy theory again because it's not even a conspiracy theory right. thing it's i feel like a lot there's gonna be a lot of people who are in power mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of famous people there's gonna be a lot of wealthy people mm-hmm. who are tangled up in it that we don't even because if you think about it like how else is it still like running and working right if we don't have people in power who are behind it right you know and and people with money into like yeah yeah, people with money like people probably like some dirty cops right all that same with the drug like it's a stock same thing with the drug cartel like why is it still existing why is it still like so able to happen anyway that's really great and Mm -hmm. yeah we definitely could do a whole podcast episode on that but human trafficking yeah no kidding we honestly probably should because like you said there's not enough that would be a really good one to get a guest on though because i don't feel like i have the knowledge to speak on it well we should we should track down someone who works for call to freedom yeah that'd be here in sioux falls and get them on that would be really good okay yep we're gonna do that i'm gonna write it down okay okay who's next you go ahead um oh you have some heated ones on this one because it's olivia rodrigo isn't it yeah i had olivia uh, did you not put that one did i put that one 
I think you put that one. I, no, I thought I was pretty sure I probably did, but I wasn't sure. Okay. Um, okay, so Olivia Rodrigo. And the reason I put her down is because I'm going to wait for Jenna to stop writing this note. I know you have to make this note. That's fine. But, like, I really struggle to talk when nobody's looking at me. Okay. I'm I don't know. I, like, just cannot do it. Um, like, you, I feel like, could talk, like, passionately and I could not be paying attention the whole time. Oh, it's yeah. Fine. 100%. Like, me, it's, it's like, it's if you're not looking at me, giving me, like, the confirmation I need, I'm like... <laughs> Um, okay, so, um, Olivia Rodrigo, because, um, I do think she's, like, super talented singer, do I love her music, do I listen to her songs, yes, um, she's, like, what, 17, I think, Mm -hmm. and all of her music is just, like, the world is terrible, yeah, the world is absolutely terrible. terrible, like, I hate being 17, like, why does everyone talk about this, like, F this, like, this sucks, like, oh, this breakup was the worst thing that ever happened to me, like, everyone says that, um, I need to stop wanting to grow up so bad, but, like, that's all I want, and it's just, like, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. and, like, people, like, put her up on this pedestal, and I think that they're, like, romanticizing having mental illness, and, like, being, like, it being amazing to be in this deep, dark hill, and to be sad, and to be upset about everything. That's the whole thing, it is, it's glorifying being sad. Yeah, it is, is. and it's glorifying, I feel like it's glorifying mental illness, it's glorifying, um, depression, it's glorifying suicide, um, like, all this stuff, and, like, every single one of her songs is like this, and it was something I had kind of started to notice, Mm -hmm. I was like, dang, I love her voice, I love the songs, like, or I love her, um, music, but I'm like, ooh, her lyrics are, like, not it. Yeah. And then I uh, listened to a podcast. And, like, this was something I was kind of coming to realize. And they just completely, like, exposed, like, all these, like, kind of underlying thoughts I had. And, like, exposed her for, like, what her music truly is. And, like, explaining pretty much what I'm explaining right now. I'm like, yes! Like, that is exactly it. And I, like, couldn't quite, like, nail down, like, my mm-hmm. thoughts on it. So, those are my feelings on her. Um, I think that we're just, like, giving her all this attention when, like, really, yeah. like, she needs help. <laughs> Uh, well and also if you look at her audience like in our generation yeah so generation what are we z yeah Yeah, we're generation z um the younger half of generation z okay like the depression rates the suicide rates they're skyrocketing they're terrible Mm -hmm. and and it's like okay it almost seems backwards because we are now more aware of mental illness than we right. ever have been. We're more accepting of mental illness than we ever have been. Mm-hmm. We have more medications for mental illness than we ever have before. We have more therapists. Mm-hmm. We have more counselors than we ever have before. We have more, like, awareness. Like, you can tell when something's not up with people. You know what I mean? There's more... Right. Um, There's more open communication. Yeah. It's not so, like, weird to talk about anymore. It's like... You know the signs, right. too. Right. You like, know when the signs, too. Yeah. It's like... It's just normal it's like oh yeah i have anxiety yeah or sorry not making light of it or oh yeah i have depression which are very like real like we're not making issues we both have dealt with those issues so we're not like yeah we're not we're not making fun of it but also when you tell a teenager that it's like cool and edgy and deep and someone that they look up to and sometimes and someone that they idolize Mm -hmm. has all these issues and they think it's cool to have all these issues and also when they're listening to these lyrics i don't think people realize how much of an impact the words, like, the the TV yeah, that you watch, right. the video games that you play, the music that you listen to, the things you subject your mind to and the things you subject your subconscious to, <laughs> whether you like it or not, that's going to come out in your mental health. It's going right. to come out in your brain health. It's going to come out in how you function in your everyday life. Mm. If all you listen to is music about being sad yeah. and you're reminded about all the reasons to be sad, mm-hmm. you're going to be sad. Like, the, like, my thought process, like, is I when I think about like 
because she has a lot of songs about like breaking up or like this right. guy like where I can't <clears throat> I should pull up what song it is but it's the one where it's like yeah you didn't cheat but you moved on in two weeks and it's like oh oh me like she's like feeling sorry for herself but pretty much saying it's like the boys fault and, right like, all this stuff and like going on and on and I just imagine like all of these girls like in high school or junior high listening to these songs and being like oh like my feelings are justified like oh like this is the end of the world and just kind of sulking like you said and being right. more sad because like she's justifying the way they're right. feeling even though it's like no, like, this isn't end of the world. It's like, right. oh, he moved on after two weeks. It's like, well, he didn't cheat on you. Like, right. You, maybe well, he, maybe he didn't like, he, maybe he didn't actually love you. Like, this is high school. Like, this is, this is the real world. This is relationships. Like, this is how it is. Yeah, right. it sucks. But like, you don't need to like, well, and also at the same time, him. you're choosing to stay in that emotion too. Yeah. There's right. a difference between, between like, there's a difference between feeling the emotion, working through the emotion mm-hmm. in a healthy yeah. way, and then moving on. And, like, and you, you feel it for a week, you drown in your sorrow, or even a month, maybe, if it mm-hmm. was a really long relationship, or something like that, drowning your sorrows in Ben and Jerry's, going out with your girls, listening to the all the songs about hating boys and yeah. whatever, for a period of time. But here's the deal. Even myself, there's a few songs that I really, really love, and here's the deal. You're going to enjoy a song about, like heartbreak and okay my personal song is all too well by taylor swift freaking Mm. love that song i love screaming it out of the top of my lungs and just really feeling the vibes right but here's the deal to really get into that song and really enjoy it at like 2 a.m when i'm driving home from somewhere or something like that right what do you think about you think about your last heartbreak right you think about that guy that whatever whatever screwed you over right and when you're listening to that music all the time, it's reverting you back to those emotions and those feelings and mm-hmm. you're tapping into them and you're choosing in a very toxic habit sometimes to stay in those emotions, to right. stay in the cycle yeah. of thought, to stay sad, to stay longing after something that is no longer mm-hmm. yours. Right. And it just, I feel like a lot of the time it just creates like toxic like thought patterns mm-hmm. that people probably don't even realize. Right. And it's not good. Yeah. And instead of helping you get over the breakup, it's just making it harder because mm-hmm. now it's your jam. So you have to listen to it all the time. But who do you think about when you listen to it all the time? That guy mm. who moved on after a week. Yeah. And so then you're just, you're just, compl- you're just like, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That it's was just a point. cycle. It's, it's just, just a cycle. cycle. It's a toxic yeah. cycle. Yeah. So do you, have, do you have the same feelings as Olivia Rodriguez? Oh, yeah. Okay. 100%. <laughs> and that whole thing about, we were talking about, you listen to that podcast. I remember we were in the car talking about this and you're talking about that podcast about, um, about like um brain health and brain tissue yes. and that brain doctor who was like we need to stop looking at it as like mental health issues and actually look at like how different things affect the actual brain right. tissue it's brain he's it's brain health it's he's like brain health and so he's he was saying and i don't know if he would go as far as to say like medication is like you shouldn't even take medication but he is like a psychiatrist so he's been to mm-hmm. eight at least eight years of schooling if not right. more and he is actually this is really funny he is justin bieber's doctor and he's also sadie robertson's doctor okay. um and then he also is oh you know raven simone off of oh, that's yeah, yeah. a raven she her and her girlfriend went in wife now oh wife sorry and um went in and did like a brain scan and everything with him and he was like so he helps a lot of celebrities Mm -hmm. and so he's not just like some person that people like don't listen to right um and he was saying that like you need like don't just hop on medication he's like actually take the steps it takes to get your brain healthy right he's like and that's doing mental exercises Mm -hmm. if your mind starts to wander off into like this deep dark place you're like no and like bring it back right and it's actually really hard if you think about it to not just like sit and wallow like think about when you're having like this is like a big thing for me like when i'm having like image like self 
like body image issues or like I'm like, oh, I hate this about myself. If I like focus on that and sit there and compare myself to people for Mm -hmm. like the next two weeks and I don't stop myself from doing that, I get like really bad. Like, right. I'm like, oh, I hate myself. Why am I the way I am? I'm like crying, like all this stuff. But if you actually like, no, stop comparing yourself. Like God made me beautiful just the way I am. And it's hard because you have to shut down those thoughts and like change it. It takes work. Then hmm, three weeks later, I'm fine. You know, after like right. working on it. So it's like very interesting because he's totally on to something. Right. You know what I mean? Or like Sadie Robertson was having a bunch of issues after having her baby. And so because she had him on her podcast mm-hmm. too. So I've heard and he was even on the Skinny Confidential podcast. Mm-hmm. So he's on like both Christian and non-Christians. Like it's like, right. and she was talking about how she's having all these issues with worrying about things that are going to happen to her baby, honey. And he was saying like, Sadie, you can't think those things. Like you have to like shut, shut it down. down. Anyways, so, so interesting. So, yeah. Actual, like, mm-hmm. yeah, actual brain health and making your brain healthy. Yeah. Just hopping on Which med. is so interesting because I'm, like, still on medication right. for um mental illness. And so I'm, like, been telling Brady, like, I really want to go off of it. Just, just finding see. Yeah, it's finding the right time to go off. And obviously, you don't just go off of it. You talk with your doctor and go off yes. slowly. Um, but I'm, like, I feel like I've learned so much. So. Or even, weren't you saying something? Or maybe this was another podcast I was listening to. But... Um, what are you doing here? I just thought it'd be fun to get one of my hairs with oh that. Oh my gosh, you're okay. so weird. Um, anyway, there was, they were talking about, like, what kind of, like, fat is it? Like, fatty acids. There's, like, good fatty acids and there are bad fatty acids. And there's, like, the one form of, like, good fatty acid that we don't get enough of that are, that's really good for, like, brain tissue health that actually help reduce, like, depression and anxiety and, like, all of those like, I might have said something about like this. mental disorders or stuff or any. Like, it's one of those whatever. things again that sounds familiar, but I don't know if it came right. out of my mouth. Or not. Anyway, and then someone was like, maybe it was another podcast I was listening to, but someone's like, like one of those things is like, yeah, you take fish oil for your heart too, but whatever, whatever fat is in, it's, it's anyway. In fish oil? Pretty much. Like this pretty me. much. If this wasn't. Cool. I wish it was. Me. Okay, it, it sounds was, really cool. It was another. I'll have to look it up then. I'm so sorry, guys. I feel like half the time we give you like half the information. We're like, we heard it somewhere. You like that? <laughs> Um, but pretty much it's like, it's like too much of the bad fat Yeah, increases like depression, anxiety, all that kind of stuff. And it's right. pretty much all of like the saturated fats. So it's like all of like, like vegetable oil. Oh no, that totally or, makes sense. Yeah. Like if you eat like fake butter or if right. you eat too many eggs or if you eat a lot of like fried food. Right. Or like. Eat um, like the fat off of like beef or something. Right. Like, just like, eat the fat. Fatty bacon. Beef, all that or, kind yeah. of stuff. And then, like, and then, like, the healthy fats that you find in, like, avocados yes. and nuts and fish. And there's actual names for the fats. And probably everyone, anyone. Here, I'll Google it. Anyone that is in the medical field is probably streaming them right now. But um, pretty much, we've been on, like, an epidemic in the U.S. over yeah. the past, like, 40 years where we're getting worse and worse and worse. Monosaturated fats, sorry, and polyunsaturated fats are known as the good fats because they're good for your heart, cholesterol, and overall health. health. Right. Okay, so that. Yep. But now, where we used to think that it was just about, like, your heart health and stuff, people are, whoever this was that I listened to on the podcast, some doctor I listened to on the podcast, was saying that it's actually also linked to your mental health and your brain health. Mm, totally and, makes sense. And so they're like, if you, like, one thing that you can really do before taking that step to get on, <coughs> like, a medication, like an anti-anxiety medication, mm-hmm. or like um um an antidepressant medication is to track your 
good fat like level and your bad fat level okay. and make sure you're taking in all of that good fat mm. because it really affects your mental health more than people are realizing. Mm. Anyway, gotcha. so that's another thing. No, that it's I think really interesting. It's super interesting to look into because you guys, our bodies are like so connected to everything and it just, it makes me like really, really, really sad that more people don't take the time to work on it and dig into it more and just like write it off as whatever and then just go to the doctor and pop a pill which is which is necessary a lot of the time i'm not saying it's not well i don't think that people could actually come around and say that we didn't say that because i'm literally on medication yeah you're literally on medication and And i'm telling you guys that in the last episode thinking about getting on medication for right so you guys know we're not like against that no absolutely not but also just another thing to think about is what is your diet like Mm -hmm. what are what foods are you eating yeah I love ice cream and I love fried food and I'll still eat it every once in a while. But also, don't eat it like all the time. Also, like if you're depressed, but you're also getting McDonald's every day, like maybe think about that. Yeah, right. Just like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe start getting Jimmy John's every day instead. Yeah, Jimmy John's honestly, is great. Honestly, still yeah. fast food. Honestly, love Jimmy John's. Oh, great. Or Crisp and Green. We now have that in Sioux Falls. Yeah. If you're in Sioux Falls. Um. Okay. Should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Okay. Next one is Taylor Swift. I kind of love her. I love Taylor Swift. Um, it's she so never funny. really seems to do anything too bad, you know? No. And, okay, I just, and she just, she just doesn't care. Well, and the thing is, is yes, she has songs about breakup and boys and all that stuff, but, like, she also has, like, songs about, like, killing it in life and loving her life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she has a good mix of songs. Also, this woman. And, like, growing up and learning things. She and... she has entered now three different genres of music, which I don't know if any other artist has done this. If it's just her. I think it's just her. Um, country music to pop to now alternative. And then she released two alternative albums, like, back to back, like, within back, months, yeah. like, apart from each other during which, COVID. Okay. Like, and she had Bonnie Ver on. Like, yeah. What? Like, he is total, like, alternative, like, music. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not in the pop or country. And she, like, pulls him into her music, like, yeah. unreal. Um, also, you guys, other than just the fact that she is fantastic at songwriting, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people will be like, her song, like, her voice isn't that good. You guys, her voice isn't, like, amazing. Like, it's not the best thing I've ever heard, but also you have to realize that a lot of times, like, if you hear, like, her unedited voice, a lot of times it's supposed to be, like, wispy and, like, mm-hmm. t- storytelling. And it's not supposed to be, like, a good powerhouse voice. That's not who t- – that's not her style. Yeah. So don't come at me for her not having the best vocals. Like, <laughs> shut up. Um, but anyway, what I was going to say is also she's iconic with her Easter eggs how she sets things up for her fans. Like, if you're, like, a real true Swifty, right? I like, I have no idea what you're talking no, about. No, okay. <laughs> so there's people who are, like, fans of Taylor Swift, and there's people who are, like, fans okay. of Taylor Swift, okay? So the people who are, like, deep, deep fans yeah. of Taylor Swift, right? Like, cry about things because they love her so much, right? Yeah. Like, we just enjoy her music. Yeah. I love her music. I probably yeah. know, like, every word to almost every song. But there's people who are, like, she'll leave, like, clues and hidden things for them to, like, try to figure out. So, like, she'll, like, make a post and then, like, every, like, lowercase letter in that post, like, spells something out. Or, um, oh, wow, that's a lot. Or, like, one thing that she did was, like, the dates that she released, that she set to release, like, four albums in a row, whatever, the last numbers yeah. of those four release dates um, were 1989. 
And so people think that we're going to get a surprise. So like Taylor Swift fans think we're going to get like a surprise 1989 episode, like, like an episode, uh, album, album release or whatever. Interesting. And she has all these like little hidden things or like if you realize so in like her cover for the fearless album that she just like released or whatever right yeah the taylor's version whatever the shirt that she's wearing in that album cover is the same shirt the that the like guy was wearing in the love story video oh and so people are like back then she had a man come save her and now she is like she like saved herself or whatever there's like some hidden oh. meaning behind it anyway so the question much, is though, pretty much I are they know. making all this up or is it actually no it's true? an actual thing so oh, like, she okay. actually does this for her fans or she has someone help her do this for her well, fans right and she hides all these hidden meanings and like her social media posts and like and like uh, also anyway. her cats i just yeah, love her, her and her cats great. like her cats are great um <laughs> anyway from like tumblr to twitter now to i want to look her instagram too. to tiktok like she has hidden meanings here and there and different things that she does or she has another album coming out in november yeah it's red it's it's red it's the album red the one that i all too well is on like oh, taylor's i need to fall in love and get broken up with by november so i can sing all too well right okay but okay i, I like real fast yeah. um her last album that was like whatever taylor's version mm-hmm. fearless taylor's version i listened to the songs and i didn't think they sounded that different no they at don't all. the difference is she owns the rights to them cameron oh i did not know that yeah so pretty much her old okay i'll just give you the i'll give you all the yeah keys. okay so pretty much her old album so her whole her old like record company that she was with um, every album that she made yeah she would like pretty much buy the rights to one back so she would be like give one take one give one take one but with, uh, the problem with that is they always owned half of her albums so um, finally when she cut ties with whatever record company it was um one of her like enemies or whatever over like like took over running the record company right i think uh, it was like scooter braun that she had beef with or something like that okay and she anyway they're like enemies and so now he has the rights to um, pretty much all of her albums before so why is that to why is that mess her albums. why is that even like mess her up because she doesn't because she doesn't have the rights to her music so she can't perform her own music like at her own concert seriously that was like a big thing for a while i don't know if she got that overturned or not but pretty uh, much there was a whole big huge beef with it remember oh, okay remember at that one show okay all of her albums before lover i think it was uh, okay anyway so remember at this one at that show where she wanted to do where she got like um okay female artist of the decade or something yeah. like that i can't remember and she did the whole mashup of all her songs uh, well okay. she didn't have the rights to it like most of the songs and so she wasn't going to be able to perform it and there's this whole big hoopla and she made a whole bunch of noise uh, on the internet and everyone was rallying and all this stuff and i had mixed emotions about it because part of me is like oh my gosh like you signed a contract yeah deal with your like deal with deal with the um like be a big girl and deal with the consequences yeah. of your actions the other part of me was like yeah like whatever you should be able to sing the songs you wrote like all this stuff right okay so i pretty mixed emotions about that um but that's not the point of this. The whole point is, is that now she's remaking all of her albums and re-recording them so she owns the rights okay. to it. Gotcha. And the other big okay. thing is that every time someone listens to one of her old albums, right? So anytime someone listens to any of her oh, old albums, she probably doesn't get any of the money. She doesn't it. get like, or something like that. Okay. Or like he gets money and she doesn't want him to get money or something like that. Right? Gotcha. So what I think is going to happen, I don't know, maybe this is her plan or maybe I just made it up in my head. But I think that she's going to re-record all of her old music and then delete all the originals off of her own, like, personal 
like like um music accounts you know yeah you know how you like search taylor swift yeah. on itunes yeah like whatever anyway um also, that makes sense that's a ton of work though. here's the other thing though too okay so um bad blood you know bad blood so there's yeah. this part in bad blood and is bad blood off of i don't remember it's off of the 1989 album isn't I can't it even remember. i can't remember whatever so there's so there's this um whole thought that so obviously we've got a release date for the red album red, right which yeah. is november whatever but people have picked out all these little like pieces from all her social media and all her posts so they and think all her dates and they think uh, that we're okay. going to be surprised sometime in the near future with a surprise release oh. of the 1989 album right okay and now here's another little easter egg I'm turning into like a Swifty because yeah. it's just so fun to like dig into and, yeah. and people actually put in the time to like figure all this stuff out. And here's the other thing is I think that she's going to have a lot of different like featured people, like features of people on her new music oh. because here's another little Easter egg other than the dates lining up with the 1989. And one of the first TikToks that she posted was this trend that was going around with her wildest dream song. Right. And then she had a random single release for the wildest dream. So people could use her version that she owned the rights to on the TikTok trend. Um. And then she did the TikTok trend herself, but there was this little glitch in the middle of the video and people are like, what's the picture that shows up in the glitch? And it's this picture that looks strangely familiar to the um to the music one of like the scenes in the music video of Out of the Woods, which is also off the 89 uh, uh, 1989 album. And then also Bad Blood off of the 1889 album. Uh, okay, has this line that goes, Baby, you and I. Now we got bad blood. Right. right? Everyone knows it. Okay. So then was it Katy Perry? I think Katy Perry one day tweeted, baby, you and I, with a bunch of eyes. So now everyone's like, oh my gosh, Taylor Swift's going to randomly release 1989 album. And there's going to be a Katy Perry feature on Bad Blood. Anyway, and there's all these wild theories out there. Wow. So the whole, like, if you get deep into the Taylor Swift world, it's kind uh, of fun. It's kind of like a fun little, like, yeah. game she plays with her, like, fans and now everyone knows that i'm like, okay. like a diehard swift okay anyway, so we love taylor swift we love taylor swift that's um, your like that's your um update on the okay i have another taylor swift is i have another thing i'd like to say i was like looking at her social media too is i feel like okay yes she's beautiful but i feel like she's not fake beautiful you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I think so many people do so many, like, things to themselves right. anymore. And, like, she looks like a real human being. She doesn't look like right. um, a plastic. And she also has a classic style, like what you're talking about. Like, yes. I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift would still wear skinny jeans. Oh, yeah. And a blouse. Sure so. You know what I mean? Like, loafers. Like, right. she is, like, yeah. Yes. That's my I her. And I love that she literally disappeared for, like, two years. Yeah. Like, I don't think people really, like, remember She didn't that. post or anything. She didn't post. She wasn't seen by, like, the paparazzi. Like, people were like, oh, my gosh, is she pregnant? And she was just like, nope. I was just sick of you. I was just sick of you all. I was just hanging out for a while. That's funny. You know? Yeah. And then she came out with Reputation. Everyone's like, what the heck? Yeah. And. Like, oh, hi. Anyway. Yeah. I'm, like, looking way back at all her stuff. She's gone think... through so many phases. But I feel like artists do with their album releases. Right. And that's, but like she's still through all her phases. I feel like she. This is gonna sound cheesy, but I feel like she still stayed like true to herself. Totally. You know? I think it's just growing up. Like yeah. she just has different like, like right. that's it just shows country and, like, to pop. She's to never been like too terribly risque. No. Yeah, I agree. She's maybe released like a few songs with a few questionable innuendos in them. Yeah, but that's about it. Right. 
totally. Anyway, um, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah, me too. All that being said. Um, okay, our next one, I just threw this on there for at the end, was Britney Spears. And the reason I threw it on here is because Jenna and I told you not this summer, but the summer before about the whole Britney Spears conspiracy theory. And literally, I remember talking to people about this when we were like, dude, she's in a um, conservatorship with her father, all this stuff. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, no, she's not. And like, everyone was like, right. y'all are idiots. And it's like, okay, guys, there's now a Netflix documentary on it. And she just finally broke yeah. her conservatorship with her father. And it was all true. It was all true. That's, That's all what I'm saying. saying about my conspiracy theories, y'all. Yeah. Like, some of them might be some crazy. Some are true. But some of them might be true. Yeah. And you have no idea. That's really all I have to say about Britney Spears. I don't really have much of an opinion on her because she's just been, like, crazy and drugged for the past, like, 20 years. So I don't really know what to say about her. Besides right. the fact that, like, what happened to her sucks. And I'm glad that, she that she's out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing. Not about Britney Spears. We have this last one written down here. And not necessarily about her because I think she's a lovely human being. Yeah. But the whole deal with Simone Biles at the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Well, we wanted to, we wanted to touch on it. We wrote this list yeah. a while ago. So it's not quite up to date anymore. And I'm sure all this has already been said. But along the same thing with, like, with, like, the whole with the whole um mental illness mental illness and like glorifying being like not okay type of thing Mm -hmm. one thing we said is so i wrote we have this little note right here and it says we all go off of feelings instead of sticking to commitments we cheer people on more when they have issues than when they succeed Mm -hmm. so i feel like everyone was like oh my gosh you took care of yourself good for you and we all just like wait i think we should back up a little bit because i feel like some people who aren't super into social media don't know what we're talking about so simone biles um super huge um olympic athlete she had apparently never lost at the olympics before she'd always gotten first like so she's just like an amazing amazing um athlete (laughs) and on one i think it was her first performance and it was a team performance thing or no i can't remember how this went if it was a practice or what but one of her performances was off she did something she got what they call like the like the spins or something so like when you're doing with a um gymnastics she did some performance it like threw off her equilibrium or something does that make sense Let's yeah so like when you're doing a i don't know like i don't remember what it was she's like doing. you're supposed to like pick something to stare at so you don't get dizzy like yeah. ice skaters and ballerinas and they like teach, she you, did teach you how to do it so you don't get dizzy when you're doing all these crazy things and she missed it and she got dizzy and then she yeah. and then she was supposed to do like her signature move was to like flip off the vault and like i think rotate three times before mm-hmm. landing and she only rotated like pretty much two and a half times because then by the time she was landing she was like all like she had the momentum to go into her third flip but she was already landing because Mm. she messed up yeah and then she almost ended up like flinging herself forward because she had the momentum to go into her third flip i think anyway something happened yeah Yeah. anyway so then she she, like stumbled off the mat before catching herself so then she i didn't even watch it i was actually in dc when she performed and i like never watched it um but she uh, had then – you had, like, a group thing. There was, like, five girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was just, like – Her team, yeah. Yeah, her team. And she was, like, yeah, I'm not going to perform. She's, yeah. like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not and, – and it was really strange because at first what she told, like, the cameras and everything at the Olympics is she's, like um, – she was like, yeah, I'm just not, like, feeling well. Or she's like, I just, like, can't do it. Or, like, something, like, along those lines. Yeah. And everyone's like, what does she mean she's not feeling well? Like, everyone thought she had, like, an injury. Right. And, like, all this stuff. And then more and more came out. And it came out that she was just like, yeah, like, my head wasn't in it. And so then she tried to say, like, this is just my opinion on it. She was all like, oh, yeah, mental health. And everybody rallied kind behind of, her. Right. And was like, oh, mental Jumped health, mental health. And it's like, bandwagon, yeah. I don't even think it was a mental health thing. I think she was just in her head, like, about – um performing like to me mental health is like depression anxiety like those types of things 
Right. Not like, oh, like I'm just in my head. Like, right. I don't know. Does that make sense to you? I feel, well, yeah. I mean, Do you I understand like, like what I'm saying? I feel like, I don't know. We've talked about it a few times, but I feel like we've kind of like dubbed. We've like, like, I feel like mental health has kind of become like a buzzword yeah. almost in the same way that like, dare I say it, like racist has kind of become a buzzword where we just kind of like slap it onto things that has no business being right. on. Yeah. You know, like, like that doesn't seem like a mental health issue to me. That seems like a, you're in your head. I don't even know what the right words are. Like it happens to athletes. Like you just overthink things. You know what I mean? Right. You like, get, that's you not, get nervous. You get you nervous. Get... Yeah. That's the, that's a good word. It's not mental health in my opinion. Like, and that's just like from what I'm gathering right. or what I saw, right. like there could have been something else that I don't know. Like I'm just telling you guys what I saw and what I heard. And so anyways, all these people were rallying behind her, like, Oh, Simone, mental health, all this stuff. And then I like rallied behind it too. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like good for her. Like she was having like, issues clearly like mentally and then more came out right and i'm like oh that doesn't seem like mental health to me that seems like she was afraid to lose right. so she like stepped down and was like yeah no i'm not feeling it today like i can't do this and right. it's like her team was counting on her and all those girls look to her and right. then when she's like yeah sorry like my performance a day or two or three or whatever ago was off i'm still not like oh that just really psyched me out and i'm nervous like i can't do this i'm sorry all because right. she was afraid to perform and not like, do well. And who even, like, and also, we're, this is just an observation. Right, it's an observation. Yeah. We don't know what she was actually thinking. We don't know what she was going through. Right. But, again, my whole thing about it is that, again, we're glorifying having issues. Mm -hmm. We're cheering on. And that was my whole thing is it's like, maybe she didn't have real issues. Maybe she needed to rest. Maybe she needed to take a break. Maybe it was yeah. all too much for her. Maybe she was on the verge of like having a full on mental breakdown. Right. I don't know. Right. Maybe. We don't know. We yeah. don't know. Maybe just talking. Kind of doesn't seem like it. Yeah. But also at the same time, I feel like we need a little bit more tough love. Right. And I feel like we need to be like, Hey, it kind of sucked that you let your team down. Yeah. Hey, like sure. Rest up and stuff, but also like, where's the follow through on your commitment? Right. Yeah, like, you signed up for the Olympics. Like you the signed biggest, up for like, the Olympics. Like, you and, are an athlete. This is one of the biggest right. things in the world, and you just, like, don't show up to a performance. And also, for all those people looking up to you, it's like, you... Oh, like, I get glorified for not following through with something? Right. You and know? also, there's no, there's no, there's no, like, um, oh my gosh, I messed up, I got nervous... Mm -hmm. I'm terrified that I'm going to mess up, but you know what? I'm going to show up and I'm going to push through and I'm going to do it anyway. There's no, like, where's that? Yeah. Where's that? We should be glorifying right. that person who's like, you know what? I ha I was, like, really nervous and I was scared, but I did it anyway. It kind of goes back to what you're talking about with, like, brain health. And it's like, oh, yeah, instead of, like, falling into, like, comparing myself and being like, oh, I'm so ugly. Right. Or, oh, I hate this thing about myself. You do the harder thing. And which you're like, push which is push through it and like work through it. Right. Um, but once again, like we, we, we don't know who she I'm is. Not, right. I'm not necessarily she more felt. so like dogging on, on her, like, her or her, what her she situation. did. Yeah. I'm more so dogging on like the media and everyone yeah. who opened their big fat mouths about it Yeah. and glorifying what she did instead of, and being like, oh my gosh, she just made like the hardest decision. No, in my personal opinion, she took the easy she way She took out. the easy way out. I, I agree. And who knows? Like she could still be, like, thinking, like, that was such a stupid thing of me to do. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Right. You know? But I kind of don't think she did because after this all came out, she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm just so happy for the community and that you guys, like, came behind me and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, yeah. And I listened. It's so funny because I have – I don't, like, get my opinions necessarily from podcasts, but I, like, had formed an opinion on this. 
Um, they listen to something that solidifies it a little bit. Yeah. And then I listened to a podcast and the main host actually of the podcast, who's someone I agree with like all the time, had took the other side and was like kind of like good for her. Like she took a step back when she needed to. And then the guest she had on was like, because they were talking about a bunch of different things and they got on the topic of her. And then he was like, no, she took the easy way out. Like that is not where like that is not right. praiseworthy. And so just super interesting. It's just like handing her participation trophy. Yeah. And then also kind of was sucked because then I feel like it overshadowed the rest of her team. Because it yes. was like good. It, it was, was good like, for her, and then those girls who had to perform on their own, and they still got second place, I think, right. without Even having without her, her the best like um key player apparently. Um, and then we didn't even see any coverage on them. You know, right. it's it like was... what the heck? So you actually perform this entire thing without the main key person who's like led you and been your role model. Like those girls literally said that Simone is their role model and mm-hmm. she is the best. And then she steps out, and they all have to step up big time. Right. And then we see no coverage on them. Right. Like, yes, obviously we saw like you see their achievements, like, but like it almost like makes you want to have issues and be like, mm-hmm. like instead of working on trying to better yourself, like I said, kind of a, a same same regard as listening yes. to negative music. It almost makes you want to be like a clout chaser and be like, "Woe is me! I yeah. I'm always struggling." Yeah, because the people who are always struggling, it seems get more coverage recognition than, and get more attention yes, and get than the people more who are doing well. and get more whatever yeah. than the people who are doing well which is good because honestly people who are going through a really hard time they do need support and they do need whatever yeah. but it's almost like you're you're letting you're allowing them to stay in a place that is really dark and really hard because you're glorifying them for staying there and then right. their whole life is like that you know what i mean right it's just so twisted right and i mean Sharing, Which, uh, this is the world we live in. This is the world we're living in. But it's, it's like, you need, you should, you should be real and you should share your hardships yeah. and you should share, you know, the, like what you're going through and all that kind of stuff because everyone else is going through hard stuff too. Yeah. But also there's a healthy balance of sharing all of it, moving on and then being like, oh my gosh, now I'm on the other side of it and I'm so yeah. much happier and all that kind of stuff. And there's some people who do it really well and there's some people who are just like, my life always sucks and all I share is hard i think it's a very it's a fine line it is it's, a fine line and it's one of those and things it's hard and but... it's one of those things like in the world we live in it's so hard to like talk about and discuss because it's like then it almost seems like you're bashing people for having mental illness and you're saying which we're oh, not. but you're not and i think it just it gets so hard to discuss and it gets to be such a touchy topic because of the world we live in and the way the media displays things and just the way everything is right. so I don't really know. We probably could just like keep talking about this, right. but we're not going to be also making not to say don't don't ignore yourself if you need a break. You need a break. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're saying yeah. either. Or if you need to, we just reach, talk about Taylor Swift. She or, took a two year break, right? Or if you need to like reach out to someone and be like, "Yo, I'm having a hard time." Right. Great. If you feel compelled to share about a hardship on Instagram to maybe reach people also having the same issue, great. Do that. Right. None of that's what we're saying. Hopefully, you guys got what we're saying because I'm not repeating it. Yeah it's just hard to explain um so that was um that was you know all of our all of our people is there anything else you want to talk about no i don't think so did Um, you have anything else no um yeah i think that's pretty much everything um eat eat your healthy fats yeah eat your healthy fats um Um, maybe maybe do some self-reflecting on the stuff you listen to and watch and with that um we'll be here again next week in your so yeah with that you guys uh we'll be here again next week in your ear holes for another episode of coffee Coffee and a combo Combo Podcast. podcast bye